So today, man, this podcast is going to be fun. It's Obi Diaz here, your host of the City's Finest podcast, uh, which, by the way, this podcast would never have been a thing had it not been for my guest who is on again with us, Joe Nunziata. Joe, good morning. How you doing, Obi? You know, I always say good morning because as a morning host, I always typically just say good morning. And here we are. It's like the afternoon, but I appreciate you saying good morning back. Yeah, exactly. Good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> Happy right. to be on the show. And again, appreciative for all you do for the foundation. Yeah, I want to, I just kind of want to go into the history just really quick, just because if people are listening to this for the first time and they hear Joe Nunziata and they're like, wait a minute, he was, he was on one of the, the first episodes ever. Uh, this is a fact. Joe, you're the one who started the Orlando Police Foundation. You guys had recruited me to sit on the board, changed my life. And now you're in charge of how many foundations? Because we just went to the Osceola County Sheriff's meeting the other day. And I was like, wait a minute, how, how many of these are you starting? Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's me and a group. It's not just me. There's a lot of great people that are, are pro-law enforcement and really appreciate all, these, all that these guys do for us. So uh, right now we have foundations set up in Seminole County, Orange County, Osceola County, and of course the, the, the city of Orlando. Uh, about three other counties throughout Florida have reached out to us as well to, to help them get these foundations set up. What we found is the support both from inside the departments and outside has just been tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know what? I will say one of the biggest benefits is uh, an outsider now sitting at the table. I get to see uh, the relationships that have formed and out of all of the counties, out of all the different municipalities, uh, all, all of these uh you know, different factions that you've started. Everyone has these, just everyone has big hearts, you know, because you all have regular jobs. You sit at these meetings, which sometimes can go over an hour talking about who to bless next on these different uh, organizations. So I, I don't know. I, I get to sit back and just kind of be like, Joe, that's man. That's so awesome, dude. It's so awesome to have leaders like you. I know, I know that there's a whole team and we'll get to that. Uh, but you know, so, somebody has got to light the torch and say, Hey guys, we're going this way. And you're that person. And what's great about your torch is your torch has all these little flame fires that fall off and start other fires. So really appreciate a leadership, uh, a leadership role that you've got, the way that you handle it. Uh, I wanted to get into if somebody was listening and said, well, wait a minute, how, how did you guys go about starting this foundation? Did you, did you have to get a hold of the city? Like, how'd you do this? It could be, I'd like to do it in my town. Joe, can you, can you give us just the sure. the cliff notes? Give us the cliff notes for anybody out there who wants to do this in their respective city. So when, when we go out to a department, because most of the departments don't believe us when we come in and tell them, hey, look, we want to set up an organization that really, uh, its sole purpose is, we use the motto, protect the protectors. We want to come in and we know that there's times that the insurance that you have, uh, God forbid there's, there's an officer or an officer family member that passes away, the insurance doesn't come right away. Insurance companies tend to delay payment as long as possible, or they may have to fly relatives in from out of, out of town, or somebody may be having uh, a problem with the pregnancy and they can't make their, their deductible. Uh, we want to be there to help them out. So it took us a while to get these set up because we, they don't believe us when we come in and say, we don't want anything. We, we believe in law enforcement. We know how important having law and order is in a society. We know that these guys are the ones running into a building when there's gunshots, when they're trying to get us out. So we want to put together an organization. So a lot of times we proactively, especially in the beginning, we'll reach out to the organization, whether it's the sheriff's office or a city police department, and you know approach them with the concept. 
And we started with Orange County. Um, Orange County uh, was the first to adopt it. Then we went to Seminole County. And it took us a while with Seminole County because, again, they knew who we were since we're in the community, but just didn't believe that really this was not, you know, a, a self-serving organization. This was really for their benefit to be set up to help their officers. And once they really grasp the concept and they really, none of us get paid. This is all strictly volunteers. So everybody that's involved in the foundation doesn't even, even the admin people that are helping out with, with the event, they don't derive any income or salary from it. It's all through the goodness of their hearts. They donate their time, talent, and treasure, you know, a lot of us reach into our own pocket, you included, to, to help out to get these events off the ground, to raise money for the foundation, just so that we have enough. Should the inevitable happen at some point where some of the officers run into to trouble and need help? Yeah, you know what I love about the funds that are being raised is that you've got thousands of dollars being raised. And I think a, a lot of times, you know, as I sit at the table, I'm like, wow, I, wow, you know, all this money coming from these big hearts and these big wallets. And then I think about the purpose of having this vault of ready to go cash, right? Uh, so at one of our last meetings, I'm not going to say who, I'm not going to say which meeting, but we had an officer who on vacation lost a family member in a car accident on vacation and to come back home um you know to have to face that tragedy and also still have to put the uniform on and still do a a great job it was great to know that we we wait a minute we have funds that right now we can take a vote and we can give this person a huge chunk of money we know that that's not going to replace the life but that's definitely going to help in the in the next couple months of, of what's to come and the fact that we did that, the fact that all hands went in the air for this large amount to give this officer, my, my heart just just sang. So I'm incredibly um, invested. I'm a huge fan. Uh, Joe, what I would love to talk about next is the fact that we're going to put on a gala. And why do a gala? Like, I know we were talking about raising funds, but there, you know, there's, a, there's um, you know, donut sales or candy bar sales. Uh, there, there's so many other things that we could do. Why a gala? So, you know, what we, what we try to look at as a board is we try to look at the most cost-effective way of, of raising as much money as we can. And the galas are one of the ways that we, we can raise funds quickly. And it, it does bring out the community. It's, it's just amazing how many people will buy tables, do the different support levels, whether they you know, event sponsor, entertainment sponsor. Uh, but it's just a very very easy. I shouldn't say easy. It takes a lot of preparation to put it together, but it's just one event that can raise, you know, six figures potentially. Wow. And and again, let's go back. Those six figures all focused on the officers and deputies that we're supporting that you, you said it earlier, protect the protectors. I love that. And uh, so with the gala that we have coming up, let's go ahead and announce that because I want to ask you a couple questions. Uh, But the gala is in October, right? Uh, What is it? October 20th, October, 20th. Yep. Woo wee. And we decided to call it what? The blue, yeah, it's the Blue Line Gala. And it's going to be at the JW Marriott Grand Lakes in Orlando. Uh, we're hopefully expecting 1,200 people. So what we did is <laughs> instead of having one of the smaller ones, we combined both the Seminole County Sheriff Foundation and the Orlando Police Foundation together. So both uh, Sheriff Dennis Lima and Chief Orlando Roland are going to be at the event. We've also invited the governor of Florida, Governor DeSantis, and he came last year, and uh, we believe he will come this year as well. Uh, then on top of it, uh, one, of our, one of our board members, one of our newer board members, um, had a connection to a group, 
that you may know, Sister Hazel. Oh, they yeah. actually are at, <laughs> at Gainesville. And uh, they're going to perform during the gala, maybe, you know, two songs. Uh, and they're going to kind of have like a little town hall. They'll talk to the crowd. They're very pro-law enforcement. And they're going to stay after the gala for anybody that wants to stay afterwards and, and do a do a concert. So uh, they've, they've been very gracious with us. So we think it's going to be a great time this year between Sister Hazel, uh, the governor, the, both of the chiefs, and both chief, both the chief and the sheriff are amazing speakers. So if you've never, I know you've, you've heard uh, the chief speak. I don't know if you've heard, you've heard the sheriff speak too. They're great. I mean, it's really, their, their take on things is just super insightful all the time. Well, let's hit on a couple things because the fact that you've got these um, municipalities working together and that they're they're both going to be there. You know, I, I don't think I've ever been to an event where I've had the sheriff and the um, officers both there at the same time being able to mingle, not in uniform. I think that's another thing that's going to be beautiful, too, is that our men and women who throw on that uniform every single day. Right. They, I mean, you know, they, there's the vest, there's the utility belt, there's all, all these different things. Well, for this event, it'll be the tuxedo. It'll be the tuxedo bow tie. It'll be the cummerbund. It'll be the vest. Uh, and our women are going to look amazing. And I, I just think it's such a great time for the, not only for the officers and deputies to enjoy themselves, but you listening right now, if you wanted to partake, man, if you had the means to get a table and, and, and your company represent itself, I mean, think of the people that you're going to run into that night. I, I would I would say probably every third fourth person you're gonna you're gonna reach or or touch is gonna be a hero in some sense. So uh, what what a great gala to be a part of. I, I do want to say this: you've got a guy that I met for the first time. He is going to be running the gala. This guy is on point. I, I think you're talking about James Dix. Yes. Yeah. So James Dix has been a member of the both Orange County and the Seminole County. He's one of the the you know guys that's part of the team that when we set these up he's very very instrumental his firm uh does all of our you know setup uh table placements um they'll help run through qtago which is a company we use for the silent silent auction and the seating he'll kind of help coordinate that but great guy does a great job getting everything set up um and and then we'll use um kim strong i think you met kim strong as well yes she's going to help help coordinate we've got i mean we really have built a, a good team it's not our first rodeo so um we we learn after each one that we do and what what works and what doesn't work uh, one of the things i wanted to mention too because you mentioned the officers so when we sell the tables for anybody that's interested they range from twenty five hundred dollars to five thousand and each 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 increase in in cost has a little few more perks like five thousand dollar tables and the thirty five hundred dollar tables they have vip access before we'll have a little VIP room, meet and greet. If the governor's there, he'll usually be in the room. We'll have Sister Hazel in the room, the chief, the sheriff. You can take pictures, you know, kind of mix and mingle with them before the event actually starts. And then each table is, is 10 people, but there's an officer or deputy at every table. One, so people need to fill nine of the 10 seats. And in the 10th seat, we want the officers and the deputies to interact with the folks that are coming to the event. So that we find that to be really beneficial that they can sit there and talk and realize, just like you said, these are regular people. Yeah. And again, uh, regular people in an environment where they get to kick back and, and look as sharp as they've ever looked. And 
Just, uh, it, it's so great. You know, I think about the silent auction. That's something that my wife, you know, for those who have the means, uh, we realized that in 2020, you know, some, some people lost their jobs and some people have been able to recover and bounce back. Uh, if you are one of those people and you've always uh, thought of the idea of looking at, you know, really cool items, whether it's trips, bags, whatever it is, I've, I've been to so many galas where the silent auction, uh, it's so much fun. My wife will sit there at the dinner table and she will be looking at the app being like, yes, we want it. We want it. And, um, (laughs) I love love them. And and we really need, we need some more silent auction items. So if anybody listening has anything, they'd love to donate. Yeah. um, We would really appreciate it. Why don't you give us, give us some examples right now. What, what would be an item worth donating? Cause there could be somebody at home who says, "I, I don't have anything, but I run a guitar business and I have a bunch of guitars. Uh, guitars. We've had guitars <laughs> at the event. We've had some signed, unsigned, uh, gift certificates to restaurants. Uh, we've had gym, gym memberships. Some people have donated in the past. If they have a condo in New Smyrna beach, a, you know, a three day or two day uh, stay uh, at their condo in New Smyrna beach, we had hotels, donate hotel rooms. Uh, if somebody goes to a golf course a lot and they're, you know, and they can get a gift certificate for a round of golf at a, you know, local golf course, those tend to tend to bid well and, uh, in the silent auction. Uh, and then we'll have a live auction too. And the beauty of the live auction, some of the coolest items in the live auction are, uh, basically like a day with the, sh- with the sheriff or a day with, with, uh, the SWAT special operations teams. Uh, they are a total blast. So the Seminole County one, uh, normally you get to go up in the helicopter, uh, out on the boat, go to the range, shoot some rounds, he would basically live a life in the day of, of, of the deputies. And then Orlando is putting together a very similar one where you'll be out at the, at the ranch. I think you've been out there, um, get to, get to fire some guns, uh, spend some time with the special, special ops folks in, in the city. Um, and they'll throw a few more little, little cool items in there, but those tend to go very well in the uh, live auction. So both the silent auction and the live auction, we should have some really great, great items. Yeah, and the good thing about those experiences that you mentioned that the sheriff, that the officers uh, are, are going to be offering up uh, regular civilians to partake in is that those moments, man, they're so they're so Instagrammable as you're sitting there holding a piece that you normally wouldn't have or uh, or you're shooting at the range and you're, and you're just getting advice from guys who do it every single day. It's so cool. You never shot a 50 caliber. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's literally and physically a moving, a moving event. Yeah. Yeah, it's, good it's, stuff. You get to shoot some of those really, really cool weapons. So those those go over really well. But we we want as much support from the community as we can get. We really want to try to fill that room, which which is about twelve hundred people, uh, and the money will go to good use. The sales have been brisk. Uh, we are we are a little concerned with the COVID numbers rising, so we want to make sure we we stay strong. We we one hundred percent intend on having this event, and we you know we'll follow any kind of protocol that that's we have in place at that point in time from either the state, the county, or the uh, hotel itself. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, again, this is going to be October 20th. Now, where can we send them? Let, let's send them somewhere just in case uh, somebody just listened to this and said, you know what? My company wants a table. Or, uh, you know what? I've, I've, I've got something that I'd love to donate. I'd love to donate uh, my, my own whatever it is. So where can we send them? The easiest, the easiest way to send them right now to avoid you know even having to go onto the website is, is my administrative assistant is helping coordinate this. Her name is Tina Owen, O-W-E-N. Uh, you can shoot her an email at T-O-W-E-N 
at fbchomeloans.com. And if you want to just shoot her an email with what you're interested in, she'll coordinate and get you with the right folks to make sure that uh, she takes care of and handles it for you. Love that. Joe Nunziata again on with the city's finest. Now, I, I want to be respectful of your time, so we're going to end here, but not before I put you in the hot seat with the Fast Five. I've got five All questions right. for you, Joe. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, here you go. Question number one. After a long day of getting stuff knocked out, say like this gala, okay, what do you like to do to blow off steam? I like to go to the gym. I like to usually go to a boxing gym. I like to, to, to hit things. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. Now, now you know a little bit more about Joe than I did. Okay. Question number two, are you a texter or do you rather get on the phone with the, with somebody and have a conversation? Absolutely a phone guy. Okay. Okay. Good. Question number three, do you have a nerdy side? For instance, do you collect anything that's, that's uh, not silly, but nerdy or do you have any hobbies? I mean, we just heard that you like to punch stuff. Um, you know, I've gotten into a real strange one that's driving my wife nuts, but I started, you mentioned guitars at the beginning. I, I started collecting signed guitars, and um, my wife told me I can't buy anymore because they take up a lot of room. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out where to put them, but I've, I've, it's been a new hobby that I've taken up recently, and every time I see one at a charity auction, I, I wind up bidding on it. And All right. I'm kind of well, there you go. We know what you're going to be bidding for. Uh, hey, so really quick question. This is not part of the Fast Five, but what's your most prized guitar? Uh, I would say it's the first one I got, which, which, um, it's probably the James Taylor guitar. Cause it was, it was at a concert that I had was at, and then it wound up, uh, showing up online and I wound up being able to get it. Nice. So nice. I was real happy with that purpose. Cool. All right. Okay. Question number four. And we're on with Joe Nunziata, who is the president of the OPF. Uh, I, I could go down the whole list of all the other foundations, but here we go with question number four. What's the hardest part about running a business? Because outside of these foundations, you also run FBC. Uh, let me, let me, am I saying it right? It's FBC mortgage and loans. FBC mortgage, just FBC mortgage. Okay. Yep. And you guys are, are nationwide. Uh, you have how Correct. many, how many employees? 49 states. Uh, we have about, uh, probably 1300 employees now. And then on top of that, you do these foundations. And then on top of that, you make, you make time for a silly, uh, a silly moment with me to, to be able to do this podcast. So I really uh, appreciate it. Well, what's the hardest no, part about running a business? You know, I guess the hardest part is not being able to control the things that you can't control. Like in our business, you can't control the economy. You can't control interest rates, even though people think that we know what interest rates are going to do. That to me is always the hardest part because there's some businesses where you do have total control of the process. The, the mortgage business is very dependent on, on things that we have no control over. And your wife being a realtor, she understands that very well. I mean, you, you like right now the, the market is extremely hot. Business is, is super brisk, but there's times that no matter how hard we work, if rates shoot up, business slows down and it drives me nuts because you can't control, you can't control it sometimes. Wow. Wow. Great answer. Okay. So fifth and final question, this is almost going to be like that one, but what is the hardest part about running your family? Running the family. I don't, you know, I guess if you're talking about my immediate family, I don't know if I run it. I, I think my, <laughs> my daughters and my wife run my son and I, I think we, 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 uh, you know, after being involved in running a business coming home, uh, I think I get run pretty well. So, um, 
they keep they keep us in line. Well, your wife's fantastic. You have a beautiful family, Joe. Uh, I, re- I, I really appreciate our friendship, man. I, I don't want to sound corny. I don't want to sound cheesy, but like as a, you know, for somebody like me, who's a communicator stepping into this scene has, it's really changed the game for me. So I appreciate you. I'll tell you, I appreciate all you do too. It's been great getting to know you and I look forward to getting to know you better. You have a wonderful family. Uh, I'm, I'm so impressed with your adoption. I think that's just so amazing that you were able to do that. <laughs> um, Live, I live vicariously through you sometimes on, on uh, social media. So uh, thanks again for all you do. Well, likewise, man. I, I need the mentors to help keep me sane. So thank you. Uh, again, if you want to be part of the gala, this is the Blue Line Gala. It'll be October 20th. We would love to see you there. We would love to have your participation. And um, you heard a little bit earlier, if you want, you could rewind. You could find uh, Tina's address. So this way you could email her if you want to be, either partake or if you want to contribute. But Joe, thank you again for being one of our our greatest guests, one of our most important guests on the city's finest. Thank you, Obi. Appreciate it.